What is up, everybody, and welcome back to M3 Wrestling. I am Brandon, and alongside me always is Andrew. What's going on? And today, we have got a good episode for you. We're a little behind on the the pay-per-view thoughts and and review. That's okay, because we're going to be covering some news, more recent news, that I think is worth talking about um, right after. So we're going to do the pay-per-view first instead of at the end like we normally do. But, uh, yeah, so it's been... Been a few weeks, and we are finally, finally back together and ready to, ready to get this thing going. Talk some payback. Yeah, talk a little payback, twenty twenty three. And and I just want to say, before we get into this, me and Brandon had a little uh, match with predictions uh, yeah. for payback, and and I'd like to like for all of you to see what side of the table the belts on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon kind of tripped himself up there. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little cocky. Uh, that's a good-looking belt, though, man. It's, it's a great-looking. It's my belt. first, uh, my first one, man. First replica belt. Yeah, you want to, you want a shot at it? I'll, I'll see you at fast lane. Yeah, yeah. I'll just probably swoop in, <laughs> swoop in during a match and steal it back. Yeah, no, we, we, we. I think we're gonna find. Uh, I think we're gonna find ways to. We're gonna dub this. Uh, it's the old WWF Big Eagle. We're going to dub this the M3 Championship, though, for now. And, uh, yeah, so I think we're going to find ways to defend this back and forth on the channel. Uh, but for now, we're doing we're doing uh, predictions, predictions yeah. pay-per-view predictions. And who, who gets the uh, – whoever wins the predictions is the champion for now. And we'll figure out some other way to do it in the future. But it's a good-looking belt. Right now, I lost. I got a little too cocky. Andrew's the new M3 champion. <sighs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> hey, rent was due. You had to in pay my, up. In myself. I was just mad. I, well, you know, we had a pretty close. We did. We had a pretty close. We pretty much went down the board. I, I was on the live stream, I think, when I did that. But we went down the board, and we were the same. But I had to throw in that cash in. Yeah. I was like, Damien Priest going to cash in. This is his moment. This is what's going to happen. We got to shake things up. I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. No, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't brave enough to say anything. <laughs> so, you know, it's my own, it was my own stupidity. I lost the championship because of my own stupidity. He didn't really beat me. I beat myself. <laughs> I beat myself. Ugh. All right. Anyway. Yeah, we're going to do WWE Payback 2023 from September 2nd. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a almost a 3 weeks. Yeah. It's been almost 3 weeks. That's okay. Um, you know, like I said, we're busy. We're busy people. You know, we're out here carrying championships around and and shit, working. The no, the whole neighborhood looks at us funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just jealous. <laughs> jealous of all that machismo and gold. Absolutely. That's what it is. Um so yeah, we're going to do it in reverse. We're going to do some news afterwards instead of uh we're uh, we're gonna start off with the Becky Lynch match. Um, by the way, this was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where this premium live event took place. <laughs> um, I hate it. I hate that, yeah. dude. Just I don't even care if it's not a pay per view. We're just call it pay per view, right? Like fuck. anyway, uh, fourteen thousand five hundred eighty four in attendance. Supposedly, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about attendance later yeah. for both for both companies. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do believe that more than some of the record setting ones that we're going to talk about after a while. Um, yeah, first match up though, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a cage match. Match of the night. And it was, it was the match of the night. Uh, 20 minute, 20 minute even 
cage match. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was great, hard hitting. Uh, did you see the goose egg? Yes. Hunter Stratus's forehead? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Bruises all over their arms. Like, both of them took a beating. Yeah. Trish looked roughed up. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that was from whenever she was taking all the headers into the into the cage there. I'd say so. But, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was physical. Um, the ending of the match, I wasn't, you know, I know they're trying to push Zoe Stark, but yeah. um, I wasn't. Yeah, her pulling some heel shit, Becky overcoming. I don't know. I, it wasn't the greatest finish. Overall, though, that match was solid, yeah. man. I, I appreciate both of them so much for taking those bumps. Uh, I think, man, I think what what bothers me about Becky now is I think she's getting smaller. Every time I see her, she's getting smaller and smaller. Like muscle mass was? Yes. Like she just skin and bones, man. It's like uh, Trish looks better. Yeah. And which is crazy because she's, you know, like close to 50. Yeah. Well, I mean, it still looks amazing. And I appreciate her attire choices still to this <laughs> day. Um, yeah. Trish looks amazing. She, even bruised up she looked amazing i appreciate both of these women and what they did this is a solid match i gave i gave it three and a half stars yeah um just because it was so physical and it was actually a decent little cage match that was physical yeah and you know it was none of those pussyfoot and hell in a cell matches you know types that they have now where they don't do anything but throw some weapons in there but this was actually using their head against the cage this was fighting this was fighting hard Hanging uh, upside down from the top. Hanging of the cage. upside down from the top. Oh my God. Those were like, I was like, Oh my God. I can't believe she's doing this. Yeah. I'm like, this is so impressive. I, I enjoyed it. There's only one spot. I wanted to give this a four, but there's one spot in the match and I pointed it out to my wife and, and she's like, Oh no, that was just Becky firing up. No, she, at one point she audibly told Trish to hit her. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah, for yeah. like, you know the back and forth yeah and uh sometimes like, they're not they're not very good at, no, the, at that hiding that, that shit key. yeah well and you gotta you gotta be careful now with both boom mics man technology's so good yeah. uh the you know picture is so clear now 4k whatever like you've got to be careful yeah. about the the you know you got to be hiding your mouth you got i don't know you just gotta be careful. you gotta have your hair down in your face you got something yeah. um I'm, I'm going th- three and three quarter for this one that's that's good that's yeah. it's that, i'm that's respectful too yeah. um yeah, definitely, um, definitely the match of the night, um, which is crazy because there's some decent people on this card, which I thought was in a lot of ways better than SummerSlam. I think the whole show was well, a little bit better yeah, than probably. SummerSlam overall, yeah. I think. Um, but anyway, uh, Zoe Stark turns on Trish at the end because Trish, you know, did some heel shit to her and was bullying her around for not winning and she shoved her and then that was it. Yeah. Um, next up, LA Knight versus The Miz with Cena as a ref. Right. Yeah, that was. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, and I love, I love The Miz, you know, all the, all the crap he's given Cena during this thing. Oh, man. But, but, yeah. What, Cause wasn't Cena the host of the show and he, yeah. he's dogging him about yeah. being a bad host. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed all The Miz's heel stuff. Um, this match to me was twice as long as it should have been. Yeah. Especially. I know you're trying to put L.A. Knight over an established guy, but I, I think, you know, what would this go, 15 plus? Uh, 15 minutes and 45 yeah. seconds, to uh, be exact. I, yeah, I, th- I think eight or nine, you could have told that same story. Yeah, And I got agree. Knight over even more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I think, like I said, Miz, I respect Miz now more than I ever have, just because he's stuck it out. He hasn't got hurt. He hasn't hurt anybody. He's such 
a strong character on the mic. And it's not because I think he's a strong character. I think he's just, just so good on the mic at selling himself and being that heel. Um, I just, it's almost one of those things you do it long enough. You eventually gain that respect. And then yes, for me. Yeah. That said, he's also boring in the ring. Yes, he is. And very vanilla, very vanilla. And even more so than, than some. And, you know, the longevity's there, but man, you're, you got, I don't know, there's something else has got it. And he may never step up. He may not need to at this point. That's, he may be fine where he's at. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm, I'm also in that camp though. He should have never been the WWE champion, but he was. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a solid match. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Like you said, it went too long. I gave, I gave it a two star, uh, or two and a half. I mean, I gave it two and a half. Just, just decent. Yeah. Two just, and a half is fine. Two and a half. Uh, it's not, it's not anything to write home about, but it wasn't bad. LA Knight got the push or got the win, which he should have. And, you know, he got the little acknowledgement from the endorsement from Cena at the end, which yeah. was also good. Uh, not that I think, uh, you know, to a fan, I think maybe like you who, who followed him in impact, right? It's not needed, but I kind of get it from, cause they're, they're operating, operating on a whole other plane. And whether you agree with it or not, they do things their way. And I think just getting that Cena rub was good for that audience who didn't watch Impact. Yeah. So it's good in like in it's, it's like whatever. the '80s. It's like the the it's like the 2010s version of the Hogan rub. You know, <laughs> yeah, all his buddies. Back yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, overall decent. Like I said, way too long. Um, and I can't remember what order that that talk show, the Morgan Waller, <laughs> Waller. Waller bullshit. I don't care, but. Cody shows up and announces Jey Uso's back, back on Raw. The crowd and bounces. The car- yeah, crowd goes nuts. Okay, uh, main event Jay's here, um, and that's whatever. You know, it's he's going to get his run and it's going to be decent. I don't think he's going to be a main event thing. I think the main event Jay is a cool name to give yourself to promote yourself. But it's going to be one of those things I don't... And I think he will be in some main event matches. I, I see him as a mid-card guy. But he's a mid... Yeah, I, I just do not buy him, and I sh- and you shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah. buy him. He's never been anything but in a tag team. Yeah. Why would you... To He, he needs to... It, it's going to take a lot of time for him to be in that single card picture for me to be like, okay, yeah, he's a single champion. Yeah, I, I didn't buy him in the match against Roman. I, I thought, <sighs> what is this guy no. doing here when there's so many more deserving people that no, there's well, a there's, story to tell yeah the story the story was bigger in that moment that's fine but yeah for sure um anyway uh ray mysterio we'll just get that out of the way now ray mysterio was the u.s champion and he comes in faces austin theory in a in an okay match again um uh this was Nine minutes and 45 seconds. As it should have been. As it should have been, just like the last minutes really should have been. Yeah. And uh, Ray retains. Yeah, we both got this one wrong. We did. We both got this wrong. I thought Austin Theory was going to get that title back. They're still refusing to push that dude. And part of me is mad about it, and part of me is not. Because... You gave him the win over Cena at WrestleMania, and then he let him flounder. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they have been up and down with this kid for such a long time and i think he's gonna probably get his due eventually but you gotta be really careful about joking him out for a while like if you're gonna if you're gonna be like if he's gonna be the cannon fodder heel for you know the next two or three years it's gonna take a lot lot longer to do this yeah and he's young but it's like man he's you know he's gaining a little bit mass and he's he's 
getting a little bit better on the mic and you know he's definitely got some natural heel heat you gotta you know yeah and we'll talk about him again in just a little yeah. while this is dangerously close and i'm gonna i'm gonna date my age myself here but like in 99 2000 when you had like steve carino and ecw and he was kind of the jester character like the the guy the, the fall guy for everybody mm-hmm. and you know like the rock is like he was austin was for the rock here and uh the next year they kind of ran out of options and made him the world champion and people just didn't buy it. I mean, very capable in the ring, very capable on the stick, but like if you bury this guy enough times, nobody's going to, nobody's going to buy what he has. Right. And that's, and that's kind of like, you know, you're throwing a, a, just a title on this guy after the year or so he'd had, because he did that. They did that Fabergé egg thing, that bullshit with Vince McMahon a couple years ago, survivor series. Cause you know, Vince and his eggs, and then it led up to the the match um, between him and um, Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. You know, WrestleMania, and then Stone Cold got stunned. You know, it was just it's like you're you're making this dude a joke, and then he, he even he even took even more of a wayside after um, Triple H took over, and then like and it's like and then it's like coming in throwing a title on him. You're like, I don't care. Yeah, you're not giving me reason. Even, even if he came in and was like just a solid, like shit heel, and was cheating, that'd be better. But you just made him like yeah. a pussy this last year and a half, and now, you know, what do you do? I don't know. Yeah, you, you got to build him back up. At this he, point. He, yeah, you know, I um. Anyway, I, I mean, he's he's got it. He, I think he's got it. It's yeah. gonna take some time, but I think he's got it. Uh, they just gotta let. They gotta do something with him. Uh, Ray end up beat him, beating him though here. Retained his U.S. title. Uh, celebrates with the LWO at the end. Okay match. I gave it two and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, two and a quarter is fine. Two and a half. I'll yeah. Two and a half. About the same almost yeah. as the last one. Really, yeah, really not that not that much different. It's okay. Um, you know, whatever. Just make me care. Right. Make me care more. I want to care more. And you're not, you know, you're not, you're not, to give me what I want. <laughs> um, Judgment Day, next match. Judgment Day versus KO and Sammy. Uh, also got this one wrong. This is the two I we both got wrong because we both we both picked the same thing other than that cash in. Yeah. Uh, we both got wrong on this one. Judgment Day ended up beating KO and Sammy in a street fight, uh, a Pittsburgh street fight or whatever the hell they called it, uh, for the tag team championships. This was all kinds of gaga and goofiness and crowd fighting and. Overall fun, um, but nothing to write home about. I gave it a one and a half star. I was kind of hard on this one probably, but I just, it was just dreck. It was just a bunch of stuff that, you know, as a kid, I probably would have loved this, but I'm like, this is just, eh. Yeah, I, I, I'll give it to you. It, it was what it was, and they got the judgment day over even more. And, and now Damian Priest has to carry all that stuff around airports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, don't get me wrong. This Judgment Day, or just taking everything, was was great. Which is even more at this time. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna happen. Yeah, because if he gets, if he cashes in, they've got all the titles pretty much right. And the, the, this is great. Yes. Like it was just all of them having all the gold and couldn't hardly hold it all. That's awesome. This would be that'd be crazy. That'd been that would have been a something to see. Anyway, it didn't happen. <sighs> lame anyway <laughs> uh this did go on too long though 20 minutes and 45 seconds and kevin owens taking a bump on his tailbone that looked just horrendous yeah that guy's yeah he's gonna be mick foley 2.0 <sighs> 
well, you worry. I mean, he's still not going to be as bad as what's his name from AEW. Oh, uh, oh, what's his old skateboarder? Oh, was, Darby, Darby Allen. Allen was yeah. Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, he's going to be crippled before he's thirty-five or whatever. I don't even know what he is now, but he's he's young. And he's killing himself like an idiot. Balor does become, though, the 24th Grand Champion, Grand Slam Champion, with those tag title wins. Yeah. And okay. I'm not I'm not upset about that, because he's, he's a solid worker. Yeah. Dude, I love Balor. He's just a little too small. Yeah. Not, not you know, not, not I guess it doesn't really mean much anymore, but um, he, he's, yeah, I wish they, I wish they'd do something more with him. I was so pissed. They've screwed him around a lot, too. Um, next up, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. Mm. Now I gave this a two star. Maybe I was a little bit too lenient on this one. I don't know. It was okay. Love Rhea. Uh, Raquel, you know, you've, you've said Raquel's probably going to get there. Yeah. And she might, she might. She's not there according to this match right now she is greener than goose shit and she's been that way so i wasn't really looking forward to this even though she's the giant a giant consider in the weight class of women um she's too smiley they don't know she's not using her size well she's just i don't buy her i don't buy Liv morgan like i don't like i right now i'm not liking it yeah and right now i'm not digging it and right now i'm not believing it well they didn't do her any favors this match went 17 20 yes 17 with, with, minutes and 20 somebody seconds. who like you said is super green and yeah you know, to, to quote uh chris tucker from the fifth element super green it's super green and uh Man, I, you're exposing her at that point. You're overexposing her. Absolutely. The match should have been half as long as what it was. Yeah, absolutely. You're not building her right, and you're putting her in this title match just for her to yeah. look like shit. And, and if you can't have a good match with, with Rhea, come on. Dude. And, you know, Rhea is not the be-all, end-all, but she's the hottest thing right now, I think, both physically and in the ring. Uh, just uh, love mommy. I yeah. love mommy. And I'm all over, I'm all over mommy. <laughs> um, and Dom is too, cause Dom helped her win, yep. which I don't mind that ending because it's the judgment day and that's what they do. And right now that's okay. We, we need more Dom in our lives. We need more Dom. I never Dom. thought I would say that. Dirty Dom. Well, dirty Dom. <laughs> he has served more time than I have. So, I mean, I, I ain't gonna fuck with him. <laughs> um, yeah. I gave it two stars. Like I said, it may, that might be too bad, too good. Uh, yeah, but I, it, it, it I think was, I'm going one and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can get down with that. That's probably better. Um, Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, this one went 26 minutes and five seconds. Yeah, two workhorses, and I yeah. was expecting a lot more out of this than what we got. Yeah, I I don't know. I was. It was an okay match. I was just, I, I think I was just expecting better things from him. I know. Yeah. I, I, I think Shinsuke's really good. And I think, and I think he's been utilized like shit this last year mm-hmm. or so pretty bad. And he comes, it comes and goes with him, but he's really good. And we saw a little package at the beginning of this, of, you know, he's just speaking in the Japanese or whatever. Like that all was good. Yes. Like that was what he should have been doing. I, I love that. Like I love, how they're building this this heel Nakamura right now. This is great. Right. And this is where he, this this seems like he shines in this and I'm glad that he's getting this moment. Um Rollins, I know you love Rollins. Yes. And I and I like Rollins. I think he's really good in the ring. Um 
I think I'm getting a little fatigued on him, though. I think there's too much Rollins fatigue for me right now. I, th- I think he loses that belt in the next few months. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I-, I think the title was pretty much made for him anyway. Um, but, yeah, I just... He's one of those guys that I don't think I could really ever hate. And I don't think he's going to get, like, X-Pac heat with me or something one of these days. I just think you know it's not going to be go away. It's just going to be like, okay, I've... I don't know why we're still doing this with him right now. Like, I does that make sense? Yeah. I just, I, I just don't. He's not changing a lot in the ring, and it seems like he's focusing more on his giggles and his and his weird outfits to be different. And the and his rings, his ring quality is suffering a little bit. It's not that he's not athletic and he doesn't do his spots. It's just the same shit. They all, and I guess they a lot of them do that. It just seems like there's nothing creative about this dude anymore, other than his outfits. Does that make sense? I don't. Yeah. That, that's my personal feeling. I know everybody's not going to feel that way. I can see it from that. I still, I, and I don't watch the product week to week. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just much watch anymore. these pay per views. I, I still get plenty of entertainment from the actual wrestling he does in the ring. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm not going to tire of what he does as easily as somebody who's watching this Monday Night Raw st- still three hours at this point. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I I just don't watch it. Like yeah. I I make I I keep track, but I can't just watch all of it it's too much like it's just too much i never thought if the product was so good if and like this is probably subjective too but if the product was as good as it was from like 98 to 2002 or three let's just say it's just that that four to six year span somewhere around in there in that that late 90s early 2000s era where things were so good with the company and things were still going strong there's so many good, talented people there, new and old. It's the height of the wrestling business, basically. And I think then, as a kid, and how good it was, I would have clamored for this much content. I would have wanted yeah. this much content. Right now, there's too much content. Yeah. And it's because, it, and, and there's too much content to ingest, and it's not good enough. Like, you're, you're just, fill in space at this point it's watered down and it doesn't mean shit and you know and aew's trying to get too big too quick it's just all gaga and um wwe's not quite as bad uh and i don't mean to sound like a fanboy there but it it's just too much man there's too much shit going on too many people it's just you can't you can't take care of all that and on top of that and i i honestly i can tell you i don't watch aew but I honestly, I watch I watch Billy Corgan's NWA, and then because uh, it's on YouTube, and yeah, and then I catch the highlights of Impact, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of content out there right so now. So much wrestling every night. You could catch a wrestling show just about every night, yeah. and ain't none of it hardly good. You just, just like there's some of it's a little bit by a little bit's decent, and you know it's like you just basically have to pick and choose what you want to what you want to digest that week and most of the time for me i just go to the old faithful and that's wwe even if it's not good and it maybe that's not a the best thing to do but i don't know it's just there's too much but yeah things were better i i would probably i would have loved this much content as a kid but yeah now it's too much what would you rate this match um I just realized I didn't put a star uh, after the. I'm, I'm going. I'm going three. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I'd probably give it three, three and a quarter. Uh, I'd say probably a good hard three would be. Yeah, 
you know, hard three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, guys. Yeah. Um, we're not sponsored by Blue Chew. Or yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. Hems. Don't don't wor- don't wor- <laughs> don't worry. You are enough. Don't let her tell you any different. <laughs> um, Rollins versus Shinsuke was good. Uh, solid match. I'd give it a three. That's a solid. That's a solid rating. Um, of course, Shin attacked him after the match. Get some more heat on him. Um, Rollins won, retained the title. Um, and that was payback. Yeah. An overall decent show, I think. Um, I liked it a little bit more than SummerSlam, I think, overall. Uh, there was a little bit more to it than, I, I well, I won't say it's more to it. I think I just liked the card better. Mm-hmm. I think the people on the card was better, even, which is crazy because I, I, I was so shocked when Andrew came up to me at work that day. He's like, Wow, I just looked at the payback lineup. That that card. That's I'm, I think I'm I'm pretty excited to watch that. Yeah, it kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, in like, that it, regard. It, yeah, it did. But I I never thought I'd hear Andrew say that. Like, oh wow, well, yeah. <laughs> he's like because he wasn't even feeling SummerSlam. He's yeah. like, I'll watch it. I guess. Yeah. I didn't even want to talk about it whenever. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I, I made him talk about it. Roman and his 50 minute match, including his entrance. Yeah. Well, let's get on to some news before we wrap it up because that was payback. Overall, I'd give the show a B. I'll give it a B. Yeah, I get, I get maybe maybe B minus, C plus to a B minus. Yes, yeah, somewhere there, go. there. We're pretty we're pretty close on things most of the time. What we're not close on is how we feel about fighting champions. We had our self discussion on that one at one point. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I I do I do but I do understand where you're coming from. Yeah, to me, and, and my point was to me, Seth Rollins is more of a champion. That belt means more, even though it was just created this year, than than Roman's title, which is defended every time, every leap year. Yeah. Well, and, and my argument and my argument for that was lineage. Obviously, right. that was my argument. Like I think there's too much lineage going into with that belt, and that since no one's beat him yet, because because you had this two set of titles. Over here, you had the Universal title on one show, and then you had the WWE Championship on another show, and those were brought together and unified, and so that is the guy. And I knew, I do agree, because that we made we made comparisons to Hogan and W and the NWO in the mid nineties. Uh, he basically held the belt hostage. Now, I think storyline wise, it fits because he was trying to take over the organization, his him and his group. And him holding that belt hostage and refusing to defend it is just chicken shit heel stuff, and it's showing that hey, you know, it's it's my this is all mine. Yeah, but it made me tune out of WCW. Yeah, yeah, and I can I can understand that, but I do I it doesn't bother me as bad. And of course I was you know I was I'm a few years younger, so it didn't bother me at the time. Um, I and I and I understand it even more now, and I kind of make comparisons to that here. The bloodline wants to run the show. Roman thinks he, no one, he's, he's run through everybody pretty much. And he thinks in his mind, even if he had help winning, that no, there's nobody else. So he's just going to take that. He's going to take some time off. He's just going to, he's just, he, I, there's nobody to step up and defend it anyway. So, so he's, and he's found out some, you know, storyline way to work it into his contract that he doesn't have to defend it all the time. Yeah. So I get it. Now, at the same time, it's growing tiresome. I think, I think we need to end it. Now it's, it's it's looking like it might not be until WrestleMania. I think we need to end it before then. 
Um, but yeah, I, I get it. It's growing tiresome. And I, and I, and I definitely agree with that. I, uh, and, and, you know, going back to Hogan, you know, Hogan had it for a long time, but he defended it way more. Yeah. Even though he, he was going to win no matter what anyway. I don't know. I, I get, I guess I get both sides. I really do. It just doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but it's, it's still just so hard for me. And I get what you're saying about, the workhorse champion meaning more. Yeah. Like, like your flair, you're traveling. Right. You're traveling I champion. get, I do get that. Um, but it just, I think because no one, the way they've set it up and it may be because the way they set this up, the way they set it up, Roman not defending it sucks, but because Roman toppled everybody and took both of the belts they already had and unified them. That is both lineage. That's both championships. That is the lineage and the lineage of the WWE championship. That is why I think it's important for that belt to be the belt. That's the WWE belt. I do love the world heavyweight championship belt, but this is a new world heavyweight champion belt. And it did seem like they, in order to appease some fans and keep things rolling on whatever they, they're planning on doing with this bullshit. They're like, well, let's just give somebody another championship so we can we can put him on pay per view. To me, even though he's fighting every month, it still doesn't mean anything because in the back of my mind, I know they just created this shit to to draw people's attention away from this Roman storyline. Yeah. Now I do. They do need to pick it up and and get it done quicker. But that's just all this is. So in the back of my mind, that championship doesn't mean shit. Yeah. So like if in. And if you would take this, if you would take this belt off of Roman, hopefully sometime, instead of WrestleMania, I would do Survivor Series personally. Um, but if you take this belt off of Roman here and you start building that champion and then you, and then you take this championship on this show and you keep them separated, if you're going to have two champions, you got to have a roster that doesn't show up on both shows. Right. Which they, they um, almost immediately always break that rule. Immediately. Yeah, they need to fix that. So, like, you know, like 2003, when, you know, they unified the WCW world title and the WWF championship into the Undisputed Championship, uh, they rebranded that back to the WWE Championship in, in 2002 and put it on SmackDown. Yeah. Or put it on Raw, whatever it was. I think it was SmackDown. And then, yeah, it was on SmackDown because then the World Heavyweight Championship was then brought back. Yeah, and, and just the, called the World Heavyweight Championship and given to Triple H. But as goofy as that was, uh, you know, within a few months, you had there there was Raw pay per views and there were SmackDown pay per views. You had Raw show, SmackDown show. No one showed up really on any no. show for a long time. You had your own thing. That's how you do it. Yeah, you have to do. It. You have enough people too. You have to do this. Yeah, you got to keep them separated. Yeah, keep yeah. them separated. <laughs> but no, I I like I like that idea. And, to me, uh, my whole thing is with, with Roman never defending that title, he's made that title not mean anything. And I can see that. Yeah. He I, has devalued that title by holding it and only showing up for the big four, if he even defends them on the big four. Yeah, so. I, I do agree. I, I do think that he's devaluing it, but I think it's just slower in my opinion than it is in yours. Yeah, but yeah I do agree. It, but yeah, I think he, but I still think no matter what, he is still the guy with that lineage, with that championship that needs to be toppled and they just need to get on with it. We are intention spans. I, I'm all for long store, long term storytelling. This has been three years. This needed. And I, and I think, and we might as well go ahead and talk about it now. Cause I was going to talk about it anyway. 
The Rock. The Rock is back. Uh, This is last week. The time of this recording, he is back. And apparently there was plans, there's supposed to be plans that he backed out of where he was coming in to fight Roman at WrestleMania 39. That's what I've been reading. Yes. Don't know. This is what we're reading. He backed out. And then, you know, so Cody, Cody, I think Cody's was a two, what I've read is Cody's a two-year plan, was a two-year plan with Roman and Rock at 39 and, and Cody getting his moment at 40. Now he's, he's reneged on this. And then he's come back in now, and the only reason he's back now is because Hollywood's on strike. So now we're, we're now we're talking, and this is all dirt sheet bullshit anyway. So who knows? But we're now we're talking that this might be a three-year plan for Cody. So Cody may not even get this shit until forty-one. So interesting. Yeah, that's what I've been reading, and now I have a I have a problem with this. Not that I wouldn't enjoy the plan they laid out. I wouldn't necessarily not enjoy. Um, but I think if you're going to get the people back, you need to give Roman his time off. Because the plan is for Roman to take a considerable amount of time off after all this bullshit. And then, you know, 2024, 20, 25 or whatever it is, he rolls off in the sunset. And then he comes back however long later as a baby face. Um, you know, but he's supposed to topple rock at WrestleMania 40 now. And that's, that's this is what we're talking about. You know, we, we're, we're talking about getting Rock and Roman at 40. I don't know. I don't know. You just, you, what I think is you don't do any of that shit with the title. I think, I think you find a way to get Roman off the belts off of Roman at Survivor Series. And yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I think with this, see, I think, I think, I think we need to, we need to use the story that Cody, Cody goes to SmackDown and, tr- and, and the trade for Jay. This was the deal. Cody, Cody has to go to SmackDown. That was, that was the deal to get, that was the get, deal to get Jay on Raw. LA Knight finds his way. He wins the Royal Rumble. He beats Rollins or whoever at WrestleMania to become the world heavyweight champion. LA Knight at WrestleMania. And then Cody's Cody will be defending it against whoever at WrestleMania after he beats Roman at Survivor Series. And The Rock and the and Roman can still fight at WrestleMania. And see, I And you get this shit over with and then you move on with with life. We've we've had this conversation. I'm not I like Cody, but I'm not near as big a Cody Mark as as Brandon is. And I wouldn't even call myself a Cody Mark, but <laughs> I want him to finish the story. Right. Um, I have no problem with The Rock and Roman at WrestleMania for the time, especially after as well as the bloodline thing has been handled, this, all the story and the, the prestige and everything with, with that. Mm-hmm. With, you know, with the like Rock. For, you want him for the title? You think the title is on the line? Yeah. Yeah. I, but you know, Rock loses and Roman, and Roman retains and then Roman has it longer. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's good and bad to both, but I think the lead up, the story, oh yeah, the for sure, stuff there for sure, would be amazing, absolutely. Oh, I, I'm all for that. Yeah. I just don't. I just really don't want the title involved. Yeah, I think we need to move that shit away somehow. I think I don't think it happens though. I don't think so either. I just yeah, yeah, and I mean, like I said, I guess if Cody's down for it, then that's fine. But I, I feel like put. Can you imagine putting L.A. Knight in in that spot before Cody? I don't know, man. Like I, I, I know you might be for it, but I don't know if that if that's really 
the, the right choice. Yeah. And I, I think if you want to move LA Knight in that position on the world heavyweight side of things. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. That's dude. fine because he, he would be world champion. Um, but I think, I think the only reason why I think it's so important, again, it's the lineage thing. I think it's so important to get Cody on to that WWE championship because that's the belt with the WWF lineage. That's the belt that his dad didn't win, that they took off him in the garden, baby. That's <laughs> what we need to do. And that's, that's, that's the whole point. And I think that, that's a good story. That's a solid story. And I think it, long term or whatever, it, that is the story that they need to ultimately get back to. And I just, I don't want anything to ruin that. So I'm, that's why I'm so hesitant to, to listen to so many other, other bullshit. Yeah. And, and the only thing I'm worried about with time is that everybody else, you know, it's like Cody's moment was at WrestleMania this last year and he didn't get it because Solo cheated to help Roman win. It's not like Cody, Cody had him beat. Um, so it's not like he couldn't beat Roman. So, so I think that, that gives him that, that spot there too, but everybody's going to forget that and everybody's going to, I'm worried people are going to go tired of that. Yeah. And you're, and you're, you're tired on Cody, but you also want him to heal. Yeah, I do. I think and, it's and I, more and interesting. I, and I love your, your concept of that you've told me about him being heel, but I want it to be much further down the line because I think right now he needs, to, I think him and LA Knight to be, need to be running babyface champions on their respective shows. Yeah. That's what I think. But anyway, they just need to switch shows. They just need to switch shows <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Well, and, I, and that's why I think, I think Cody, Cody could use, well, there's a condition that I've been, that, that I was, told that i've been waiting to tell you about um because of xyz reason but in order for me to bring jay back i had to do something and that was coming to smackdown and that puts him in that position la knight stays on smackdown just for the time being he wins the royal rumble and says i'm going after seth because maybe they had a they, maybe they have a mix-up at survivor series or something they have a dust-up at survivor series where it's raw versus smackdown right and then they, he pisses them off. Whoever's champion pisses them off ends up with the title, and that's who he decides yeah. to cash I in. I don't, I don't think they have the balls to do babyface versus babyface uh, at WrestleMania with with um, <clears throat> LA Knight and Seth Rollins. I think somebody takes that belt. That's a Knight of Champions kind of match or some bullshit. Yeah. You know, like that's not. Yeah, that's not that they they need to. Yeah, they need. That's crazy. I yeah, that that just hurts both of them. Yeah, I think. I think it needs to be heel versus face for both. And then, like I said, they they dominate on their respectiveness for a little while. Maybe something happens where Co- Cody slided and then he becomes heel and gets that faction you were talking about off camera. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think that's down the line. Um. Anyway, any any further plans that you think would should happen or would happen? Just along for the ride, man. Okay, well... All right, so in news, we want to do this payback thing first because, uh, we, you know, we have news um, just th- th- and the Rock one really actually m- the most recent that I've been reading. Um, also, um, another another th- another thing that came around the time payback was happening was uh, all out or all in at Wembley and uh, CM Punk getting fired. <sighs> <laughs> and depending on who you talk to i mean if you're if you're on the internet with a bunch of soy boys you know they probably think that cm punk's a bad man and he gets what he deserves and he's just so mean and he shouldn't be attacking people and he deserves to get fired and he lunged at the boss and 
Then you got the whole story of Tony Khan being afraid for his life, which was bullshit. He, I guarantee, release the tape. Release the footage. Yeah. Let's release that footage. Let's see what really happened. There's enough people there. Somebody's got it. I guarantee it was one of these. (laughs) And then Tony's like, that's the first time that I've ever felt scared in my entire life. (laughs) Because you know he will kick your ass. Nobody else will do it. Um, Either way, I think that was all blown out of proportion. Uh, Judging by the way CM Punk acted at Cage Fury the other night, uh, he seemed like he was in better spirits and just ready to be out of that shit show. He's he's no longer uh, in daycare. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, like I get it. He's got some, he's got some heat, like he's got, and he's got some attitude problems. Okay. I I can even uh, get down with that. I can agree that he's probably got a little bit of a temper, but I have to put myself in his position because all the shit, and this is all hearsay. This is a couple dudes talking about the stuff they hear on the internet. But if I was in that position, knowing what by several accounts is probably mostly true. And that's the elite are a bunch of pansy bitches. And they're obviously shit starters that hide behind Meltzer and Alvarez and their lawyer and and the lawyer and the girl, the mega lawyer. (laughs) Um, yeah, not a conflict of interest at all. Um, and of course TK who they buddy up with and let him dress up as them and, he gets to play dress up and be cool, and so he's part of the elite, man. He's because he's a mark for. He's, he's literally billionaire Ted from those '96 WWF skits. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, uh, he gets to play wrestling in real life now, but he's not one of us or one of us. He's not one of them, and I don't have a lot of respect for Tony. I don't have any respect for the elite. I don't like the elite. I don't like anything to do with them. I think they're garbage, and I think that they are a, a bane on the existence of the company. Yeah, what could be a good company? What could be a good company? They're the ones that are holding this down. I'm not saying that Punk's not without his issues. And he shouldn't have gotten physical. Uh, that wasn't the right. Probably not. Probably not. But but at the same time, I have to put myself in that position. If I think if someone has been mouthing me, I think I can take the high road so many times. And then eventually I'm like, okay, this is the last straw. I got to get physical. These guys showed up in my room. I told them, hey, this is more, we're ready. If you want to go, let's go. And you showed up. Yeah. Okay, let's go. That one I understand. That one I understand. Now, this Jack Perry thing, I think, I think the only thing that is unprofessional, he, he, might, he, he put him in a chokehold. There's a lot of rumors about him throwing a punch at him or something and sucker punch him. That's probably not true. Uh, I just, all I've heard was shove and a face lock yeah. Um, to control the situation. I'm sure that's probably more true in this situation. But if you got a little slimy weasel like Jack Perry coming up to you <laughs> and thinking that he can run all over you because his buddies yeah. have been are in charge, I would probably put him in a front face lock too because like, I'm not going to take shit from a little dude. Yeah. The guy is 180 pounds. I'm not, you're not a man. Like, I'm not going to take yeah, shit from you. If he's, if he's that. And it, yeah, and yeah, 150 pounds. So, like, I think it's one of those things, like, if you've had so much this shit happen over time, and it's the final straw, and he's already sick of everything anyway, and, and you can, we can't go by without drama, and not just on punk, in punk's camp, everybody. There, there's been talk of backstage altercations and fights and, and, power struggles for year months months and months and months well before punk even showed up this is all over the dirt sheets yeah now of course you maybe don't have to believe everything but obviously this company is was a shit show beforehand 
and it's a shit show after the fact. Yeah. During and everything. It's not, this is not punk. All punk did was come in and bring a new fan base. Yeah. All he done was raise some numbers, which is now leaving, which is now leaving again. Which is another thing I was talking about. What I was going to talk about the attendance of these, these events here in the last couple of weeks. You can blame it on college football. You can blame it on whatever the hell you want to. I don't care. Neckbeards don't watch college football. Most of them. They're not showing up. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they're selling tickets at nothing like day of. Yeah. You can't sell out a, a, an arena even the day of with 10 or $20 tickets. Yeah. That's Ring, rings that? like, come on. Come on. Yeah, you've got issues. These guys aren't staying home to watch college football or going to college football games. These guys could tape that shit if they really wanted to. They're not showing up because they don't want to show up. They're not showing up because it's garbage and they know it. Only, only like the same three or four hundred thousand people are going to watch this shit religiously. And I'm sorry, that's not enough people. No. When, when you talk about Raw in, in 2000 having 10 million people watching, and you're going to say that 400,000 is good? No. Smackdown and Raw get 2 million every, every yeah. week. And you're getting, and you're, and you're sitting over here boasting about 800,000. Now you are a smaller and younger company, but still. Yeah. Yeah. 400,000. That's the impact on pop numbers right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yep. You're, you're just a very small, minute, like blip in the fandom and you can defend it religiously, but that doesn't mean it's good. Right. We gotta, we gotta talk real. This has got, we gotta be realistic here. He brought, he brought some of that back. Not all of it, some of it. And you just lost it again because you fired his ass. I don't, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you what it's, you know, I will tell you it's, it was, it was wrong to fire him. Yeah. It just, it should have never got to that point in the first place. If Tony had actually had a set of balls, he would have come into controlling this from the beginning and not letting the elite, elite do it. And Punk would have never had to get mad. And he also probably could have contained Punk a little bit. Yeah. So you're the boss. You sign their paychecks. Do your yeah. Job. Just yeah. Just do your job. Shut the fuck up. Um. Anyway, also the attendance at Wembley was lower. I saw eighty one thousand thirty five is what they announced it at. Ended up being seventy two two sixty five in actual attendance. Whatever WWE does that shit too. I think they did it at at at. Uh, Arlington or Dallas or whatever the hell it was that WrestleMania, I think they flubbed it by ten or twenty thousand. Getting parking attendants th- and ticket takers. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, every homeless person on the street that's even around the building. Um, I get it. Um, sometimes people buy up shit and don't show up. Sometimes people buy stuff up just to make their numbers go up. They wanted to. They wanted to set a record and just oh boy, how they just happened to beat the record by like a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How ironic. At Wembley. Okay. Whatever. I don't really care about all that too much, but what I do care about is people treating this like it's not, it's, it's not that it's not a big deal for AEW, but you're not doing this back home on a weekly basis. You're not even filling your own arenas up at at 10 or 20 bucks pop. at 10 or 20 bucks pop. That's the problem. Yeah. And then, you know, I think Dutch Mantel said something about, you know, go to smaller, arenas or something was it him was it dutch somebody sure. said something or maybe it was no it might have been bully ray i don't know somebody said on their podcast they need to go to smaller venues that way they can fill the house yeah sound better look better i get that it would but then you'll just be noticed as another impact so it's kind of good and bad right you're gonna it's gonna look a little bit better it's gonna sound a little bit better but at the same time yeah. you're still gonna see a house 
of eight, ten thousand people, or, you know, four or five thousand people. And eventually, you know, your TNT and your TBS contracts are up and then you're on pop or logo, yeah. you yeah, know, that's the point where you have to start making con- compelling television. Like if you're yeah. at that, re- there was, there was one time like in 93 when raw was running, like, you know, like these little bitty horse stable. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, I mean that you can come back from that, but you still have to write compelling television, which isn't happening. But, 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 but the problem is you, you're, when you're starting a company out, at, you know, it's a t-shirt company at first, but when you're starting and you're, and you're selling out these arenas and, and you're getting eight to 12 or 13,000 people in these arenas for a little while, the fall from grace is what I'm talking. That's yeah. not, it's going to be hard to come back. You're are you were already there. Yeah. So what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, it's all internal. It sounds like it is. And they, they're going to have turn around right now, or they will in, in two to five years, they will not be here. Yeah. They will, you know, impact is still somehow holding on, but I'm telling you, it's cause I, I think their overheads really low is the reason why. Yeah. But you know, they're forking over shit ton of money, licensed music and nonsense. I just, AW, daddy, daddy Khan's going to give it up. He's going to pull the plug yep. one of these days. Take that credit card. Yeah, absolutely. Um, two more things and we'll wrap it up. Um, first of all, little, little, uh, little drama going on between LA Knight and Kevin Nash. Kevin, now, this is the first I'd heard of this. Yeah. Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash basically on his podcast a little while back called LA Knight a stone cold and rock cheap ripoff basically who's stealing their shtick and uh in a, in a way i see it but in a way it's probably not very fair um and then 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 la night fires back on smackdown i can't remember exactly what he said but he basically takes a little cheap dig at live at, at live on smackdown against nash and then nash has now responded and i and i've got this here i want to pull this up real quick so let me see if i can find and it's funny because, like, when he was doing this stick on Impact, I originally thought he more of like a flair kind of homage. But yeah, I can totally see the Rock and Austin thing. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, I don't think he's a complete rip off, but no. he, but he called him an absolute rip off, and then and then I think he he um, he in some in some way or fashion he said, "Look at the adjective play on SmackDown," you know, which is what Nash said the first time he showed up on Nitro in '96. Uh, but he, now he's issued a response to this. He's like, I had read different things where he took a shot at me. And I said, how is that really taking a shot at me? I said, so what you're basically saying is this guy that basically is a bottom feeder. I mean, the guy, it took him 29 years to get over. So he's going to make mistakes along the way because he wasn't like, uh, like he had any kind of clear cut pattern or plans to make it. Besides he figured he just, the rock and Steve had been gone. This is, this is quoting. So it's going to sound like garbage but uh he said the rock and steve austin had been uh, had been gone long enough that he wouldn't just do their shit he would just do their shit i hear i see where he's up for a new contract um he said so i called triple h i said what's the deal with this you know because er- Early, it said that, you know, negotiations were going great, and all of a sudden, it, it seemed like uh, there was a hitch. Paul told me, he goes, I didn't understand why this kid, and I use that term lightly. I said, what do you mean? He goes, kid, the guy is my age. I said, I don't think he's quite your age. He's pretty damn close. I said, are you more worried about the fact his fan appeal will recede as fast as his hairline is? 
<laughs> this is Nash to Triple H, I guess. Um, it's bad enough, like I said, unless you're just a knob gobbler, there's no way you'd pick those sunglasses, a pair of sunglasses that you would wear. Paul said, we're so far apart because the, uh, the only way I'll sign this guy is, an, is on a nostalgic, a nostalgia act. I said, you mean like me, like Beyond the Legends? He goes, yeah. Well, he's doing, he's doing their shit. I can't give him the same pay as those guys that are going out there and doing original shit. But those guys aren't getting over. But those guys aren't getting over. Yeah, sorry, I, you know, if I read that, this is the first time I read that, that, that sounded probably garbage. But that was also a lot of quote, like, obviously your quote, this was an exact quote from his podcast, so it was just word garbage there, a little bit word gibberish. Uh, but he, so he's basically saying that he called Triple H. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, but Kevin Nash has been full of shit for a long time. I do, he did say, I have heard him, I mean, say that he was, um, a bottom feeder, that he was, you know, he's copying The Rock and Austin. <sighs> Look, I, I don't know. I, I, now I do feel, see fans also on the other end coming to, uh, Knight's defense online. Um, a lot of younger fans that, um, don't realize how big Nash was at one time, who's, you know, Nash was never star. He's just jealous. Like, eh, let's take a back seat here. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Nash, whether you feel good or bad about the guy, Nash was a star and Nash was over at one point as Diesel. Yeah. Especially. And, and the beginning of the NWO. And the beginning of the NWO. The dude, he, he might be lazy, but the dude, I can't stand him. Uh, yeah, I know you can't, but I, but he was, he is a legend and he was a star at one time. Now, personal feelings aside, he was, uh, that said, you know, between just the shit that he says on, you know, now that he's older and out of the business, um, other than his podcast, he's, he's fighting for relevance. Now. He's fighting for relevance in a lot of ways. And, and he he's never had the best opinion on shit anyway. He's always kind of hid behind the click. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels, I will agree with people on that. But but no, I can see. I mean, he probably he probably doesn't like L.A. Knight all that much, and I can see that. And he, and they've probably the guy what's his name Sean Oliver that he talks to on there has probably told him to you know escalate this and, and make a deal out of it so he can get in the headlines. Yeah, that. maybe maybe so. I can see that. Yeah, maybe so. But yeah, whatever, dude. Um. You know, he's not steal, stealing any of his shtick. He's reminiscent of maybe The Rock in Austin, but he's not saying any of their catchphrases. I mean, you know, he he has a vest and he and he says, yeah, yeah, uh, instead of what? And I wish they would let him do more than that. Well, because he, 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 I've seen some stuff from Impact Days and he and he's pretty clever and he says some funny stuff. They need They do need to let him go past just the catchphrase because even Austin's what gets old. Yeah. Uh, and especially when the fans use it because it's ridiculous. Um, it was better when Austin just did it. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think they need to turn the, the reins loose a little bit on him a little bit more and let him just really be him. I think it would probably go over a lot better yeah. and it would be a lot deeper than just, yeah. Yeah. Cause he's got a whole dummy thing that he does and, and he's not done that. And I saw an interview he did with like Chris Van Vliet or is that, is that his name Van Vliet? Yeah. And, uh, He's talking about how he, he doesn't necessarily want to do that. He wants to naturally get over yeah, as yeah, he goes. So yeah. I can respect that, too. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Uh, and, you know, of course, he drops the elbow, but it's not like... 
similar but not really the same as the people's elbow i get it five knuckle shuffle but you know what like i mean if you want to yell at somebody i mean seth rollins does a shitty looking pedigree yeah which is you know from triple h you know kevin owens is doing the stunner stone cold's okay with that everybody's okay with that why can't he do an elbow why he can't do a flashy elbow i mean uh, john cena does a really shitty five like five knuckle shuffle it's his but it's kind of similar too shitty if I brought back the heart punch, everybody would say that I'm, you know, ripping off Ox Baker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no one knows who that is. That's the, that's <laughs> just, the biggest problem. Just me. Yeah, just you. But, like, <laughs> but you know, you just, just because you have a little bit of theatrics, you know, yeah, okay, everybody's ripping off everybody because no one's doing anything original. At least, I can say, at least in his defense, that at least he's not slapping his damn leg every five yeah. seconds because, you know, he's not the the Bucks or Usos. Yeah. So, I mean, I Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Nash is just probably a little bit out of line. You might, you might be right. He's just probably fighting for relevance at this point. I think this will probably continue just a little bit, or maybe it won't. But it's Nash with his crazy takes, man. He's yeah. kind of a goober. Um, one last thing before we wrap this up. This is like a day or so old as of right now. Vince came out and said during this meeting with the CEO of tko who i guess announced that his daughter ashley is going to now be a part of the company she's signed on for something i don't remember what her role was daughter has to get into the wrestling business yeah oh no way um haven't seen that before um but vince basically had said in this meeting that that the company had become stagnated prior which is why he sold it in order to take it to that next level and so now everybody's in an uproar online because it's just not true. <laughs> like, because ratings, money, financially, the company's never been in a better spot than right now, and it keeps going up all the time. And in fact, the story and the ratings, things were actually on the up and up when he left with that bullshit scandal. Yeah. And and I don't say bullshit because it wasn't true, but it's just because it's ridiculous. Um, and very Vince McMahon-y. Uh, McMang, but, um, <laughs> genetic jackhammer, the genetic jackhammer, pal. Um, <laughs> somebody just bring that up in court and you got to win. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, oh, well, fuck. You're free to go. <laughs> you're look at you. You freak. Um, but you know, triple H took over and brought all, some of his boys back. William Regal was back. Road dog was back. Things were getting better. Morale was high. And now Vince McMahon being back. This, this merger, um, people just got like laid off. A hundred people just got fired, you know, which is going to happen in a merger because you've got a people that you can't have two people at one position. So you're going to have to start. It's a merger. Um, uh, but morale right now, from what I've been reading and like I said, I'm not there. I don't know. This is all speculation on our part because we're fans, but is that it's on all time low or it's going to get, it's getting lower. And so you can't just sit there and and feed people that shit yeah. just to make your new boss. You know, Vince McMahon's got a boss now. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I, and, and that really put it, I think that's what really drove it home for me. I'm like, you know, this merger might, it remains to be seen on whether or not this is going to be good or how different it's going to be in the next year or two. Uh, but you know, that kind of drove it home for me. I'm like, Oh my God, Vince McMahon has a boss, which means that, what the hell is WWE going to look like in a year or two or three or four? It's exciting to me. It, it could be. It could be better. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, although I don't, I don't, I want it to change and be better. You know, what's the odds of 
of Triple H and Stephanie. Stephanie's already kind of out, but what's the odds of Triple H being gone and his boys being gone in a couple years? You know, if they don't like what they see because something's happening or, you know, who, who who's the next suit that's going to come in here and, I think, and try to run it like, you know, like billionaire Ted's? I think Triple H does a good enough job and has his heart in the right places to, to stay. It'll, yeah, it'll he'll stay. I hope so. I really do. Because, uh, uh, you know, this got me to think. I was pretty excited at first when it got me to think. I'm like, oh, my God, this... If this doesn't go well, he could be gone, and the WWE in five, you know, wrestling entirely could be yeah. obsolete in the next ten years. And I got it's it's weird for me to say that because you think of the reign of terror from like oh two to 05. right? You look at him marrying the boss's daughter, but then you listen to him in those in those post like press pre- conferences things. Press conferences yeah. sounds like a cool dude. Yeah. And, and, so yeah, I, I want to see him, you know, continue. In, I in do what too. He's doing. I do too. I just, I, just, I don't want anything, you know, because you, you know this is a big power play for Vince McMahon to basically. Like, You're not going to cancel me, pal. I'm, I'm going to come in here and show you, and then he just sells the company. John in pencil mustache. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, what dude, he looks so stupid. <laughs> Snidely <laughs> whiplash. <looking>. Yeah, it's <laughs> just ridiculous. His eyes are all slanted now and closed, and I don't. He's had Botox or something going on. I don't. I think, looks, I think that stunner Austin gave him a couple manias ago. Yeah, you think he, yeah, he got even worse. He looks like a goober. I've given too much shit about Mark Marrow and his, and his, <laughs> he, Vince got a beat. Marrow could work though. Yeah, yeah, Vince, Vince is, can't work anymore. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I think that just about covers all the, the more recent shit. I don't know, man. It, I, you got, I'm glad you're a little more optimistic than me because I just I got that second thought. I'm like, oh no, this yeah. this could be a really different looking company in a couple of years. And while that is the prospect of that could be exciting, it's like, man, what is this going to do for the the wrestling business um, when you've already got this over here at AEW can't get off the ground properly because there's too many goobers in the way. But then you can get suits and goobers on the other side in the way over here. And if you get rid of some of these guys who have been in WWE for, you know, decades, who actually love the business, or love the wrestling side of the business, yes. you know, what is this going to look like? So, I don't know. It remains to be seen. Interesting times. Yeah. But I guess with that, we're going to close it out, man. We'll, I think I'll wrap it up the show. I just wanted to talk a little bit of news. We haven't talked any really any news in a little while. And those were the most interesting drama dramatic things to come out in the last few days or weeks um and i've already shared my cm punk thoughts on that live stream so i didn't want to get into it much deeper here but uh just yeah uh, we'll see and we'll see what he you know survivor series is in chicago there's always there's always a chance yeah you know people people are really sure on the internet right now that it's never going to happen don't be so sure because money never on money talks buddy it don't matter. They brought Ultimate Warrior back, and that and you can't. I've seen a lot of people compare him to Ultimate Warrior. You don't know how bad Ultimate Warrior was then. Yeah. If you think Punk's didn't, bad, didn't CM Punk even have a comic book though? I'm pretty sure he did. Did he? <laughs> anyway, he may be more like Warrior than I thought. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, all right, we were gonna wrap this up, and uh, we'll see. I don't know what we've got on the slate for next time. I, I think we're still talking Hog Wild real soon. Maybe that that's probably next. So uh, we'll let you all know. Until then, thanks for joining. We'll see you all next time.